get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. So if you want to go into the arena, you have to be prepared to take a punch. But you also have to be prepared to throw a punch for the children. For the children. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. So that was some of Nancy Pelosi on Colbert last night. Punching yeah. for the children, Jack. Punching for the children. That's, That's what we do here on the Armstrong and Getty <laughs> show as well. Sure, I punched you, but it's for the children. Uh, live! <laughs> live from Studio C. Senor! A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Bags of candy showing up at your workplace. Oh, 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 oh right. I don't know how you measure how successful a Halloween was, but my kids measure it by how much candy they got. Oh, are you kidding? And That's got, the only measure. And they got more last night than they've ever gotten before, so they are very, very happy about that. It's the kid equivalent of the economic growth rate. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> quarterly numbers are out, and I have five Kit Kats, six Snickers. Yeah, good times. <laughs> what uh, A couple of the amusing things uh, going through the candy. So when they got home, they dumped out their uh, little plastic pumpkins. We're counting their candy because total number is very important. <laughs> uh, Henry had exactly 100 pieces, so making it to three digits, he was very excited. Wow, that is a big night. But uh, two different houses handed out some sort of healthy, uh, uh, what's that, what, uh, free, free, something free. Oh, uh, uh, gluten-free. Gluten-free <laughs> energy bar things. <laughs> oh, Nice. They're both very unhappy with that. Kids, we're going to go home and get some eggs. Why, Daddy? Yeah, I'll explain on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we were on to, uh, we were headed to um, my oldest son's best friend's house. We always trick or treat with them. And, and uh, we hit a couple of houses on the way because we were early. And one woman who clearly was ready to uh, wrap up for the day just wanted to be done, even though it wasn't even dark yet. Oh, boy. She just like took handfuls and put them in there. In their things. Take them and get. And, uh, well, she was very pleasant and in a good mood, but she was just done. I mean, she, she might be a per- old lady who goes to bed at seven for all I know. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. um, she gave handfuls of candy, and man, that just became the, the word spread like legend. As they told her, there's a gold mine over there. Gold. Gold mine. That place is a gold mine. Wow. And all the kids, all the kids are saying to their parents, we got to go over to the gold mine. Did you hear about the gold mine? The gold mine's closed down. Oh, no. We missed out of the gold mine. That's beautiful. It's hilarious. Um, Lots of candy, though, and of course I got into it because I just couldn't resist because I have no willpower. Oh, boy. Not in the house. I don't eat it. I would never eat it. I would never buy it. Mm-mm. I would never think of it. Nope. But if you got a whole bunch of, well, one little bite-sized Kit Kat, that's not going to hurt me any. Come on. What? Huh? I've been working hard all day. Fun size. something for me. Ooh, that is fun. Fun size. This was fun. You know what would be more fun? Another one. <laughs> we are we having fun? <laughs> <laughs> Till I'm laying in bed feeling sick. This isn't fun. <laughs> 
Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. I always love the trick-or-treaters when they come to the door. I did uh, peanut butter and um, celery, so I would give them all <laughs> celery sticks, and then I'd get a knife out, and I'd spread the peanut butter. It took forever. <laughs> Most of the yeah, kids just nice, got though. tired of waiting, and they just left. That's you know, nice, they said, let's Ooh, just go to another celery. house. You put the raisins on the ants. Who wants ants on a log? Hold still. This will take about 10 minutes. Yeah. So it didn't go so well. i got to just get Kit Kats next year. Oh, boy. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Yesterday, I told you the tale of two seven-footers going Greco-Roman on the uh, on an NBA floor. And, and as tends to happen, more people get involved. Are they, are they uh, agitators? Are they peacemakers? That's often left up to the league offices to decide. And I was uh, I was struck by this this phrasing from their official report as the only two players were suspended were the two uh, main guys in the fight. Uh, there's one picture that's going around of a uh, young Ben Simmons. What only looks to be like he's applying a a UFC chokehold from the gentleman's back while he's on the ground. But according to the, the the official NBA review, Simmons was seen on top of Towns calming him down with his arms. <laughs> That's a great phrase. That reminds me a lot of Nancy Pelosi's punching for the children. Like, what, what is, what are the, what, I don't know what those words together mean. Now I'm going to calm you down with my arms. Catch a dose of these calming down arms. That's like Joe Biden's apology chain. Come and get some calming down. Yeah. Uh, if you guys see the video, the guy actually taps out. Yeah, and, yeah, he's got him in the back. Yep. It, it, I, wow. It's probably out of context. I don't think he was actually looking for a referee to see that he was <laughs> tapping out of the hole. But yeah, yeah in, in internet memory, it's like, oh, he made him tap. He made him tap. <laughs> Funny. Of course, the NBA has the problem of back in, was it in the 70s? A long, long time ago, one guy punched another guy and nearly killed him. Caved yeah. his whole face in. Because yeah. these guys are giants. See, you just you can't you can't let that go at all. It ain't like you know football punches. Go ahead, punch each other in the helmet if you want. Go ahead, knock yourself out. But uh, oh, there he is, getting choked on. Yeah, you but, see him calming him with his arms there. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for the calming. You're calming my airway. <laughs> There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm feeling pretty good. I had zero trick or treaters last night. My totally dark house with the audio loop of growling dogs has worked once again. I have a bowl of candy by my locked front door, untouched. Fantastic. So. That's how I celebrate every year. Yeah, it's pretty easy to tell the houses that want you because they're usually incredibly well lit. You know, there's 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 decorations all over yeah, the place. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad that we don't have trick or treaters. Although it's funny, your growling dog reference reminds me Baxter would go crazy with the doorbell ringing all oh, night. We'd yeah. have to come up with some solution for that. But yeah, I, buy him a couple of tickets to Miami or something. <laughs> I, I worried about that when they would approach a, a house with a like. <laughs> Think, you know, right. it might be a really nice dog and everything like that, but he jumps up on one of these four-year-olds, and they're going to go over backwards right. and crack right. their heads. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, uh, you, you you live uh, in a very rural area. Oh, we do drive you... into town. Oh, That's oh, what we did okay. when I was a kid, too. Okay. My parents would drive us into town. But so all always... you do is take, and you don't give. Hmm. Correct. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, when I was a little kid, my, yeah. my parents would drive us into town because we lived out in the country, and we'd hit a few houses and go back home because you have complete control as a parent over the situation, you know, obviously. Because you're you're driving them in and driving them out, but right. we we went way too long last night. Too too long a trick or treating. They didn't I, need that much candy. I believe your kids would disagree. <laughs> oh, yeah, hundred really. pieces of candy. That's, that's a, a pretty big night. That's a lot of candy. Yeah, but the, mm-hmm. I brought that up, and uh, one of the moms said, "Oh no, God! When I was a kid, I'd get a way more candy than that." So I thought, I don't know. I've got different ideas of how much candy you need. Um, wow. 
Again, I'm not sure need should be involved <laughs> no. in the equation. No, really. and, and you don't I'm, need much of that, Daniel. I'm, I'm troubled that Halloween has become just an excuse to acquire candy, and the, the, the reason for the season has been forgotten. Ghouls or uh, Jesus? This one too? <laughs> I don't know. Not really. No dead people. I don't know. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is. How did it already get to be Friday, November first? It's a brand new month. The rent is due. The year 2019. The rent is too damn high. We're Armstrong and Getty. And we approve of this program. <laughs> All right. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Not so cold out there. Oh no! 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 Are you okay? Welcome to shorts. What is what? What are you wearing, Witzel? I'm a unicorn. <laughs> Jesus, tight. I'm, it is tight, I'm, all right. I'm Ferdinand. We could I'm, use a banner up there. I'm, sure, big one. <laughs> You're going to be able to work that clicker? Absolutely. (laughs) Look at that. I got magical hooves. Sure. That's where the focus is. (laughs) I see. Weatherman dressed as a unicorn. TV weatherman dressed as a unicorn. Broadcasters' uh, inability to keep their professionalism is is offensive to me. Stop giggling at your TV weatherman dressed as a unicorn. That is a tight. He's, that is a tight outfit, though. He's dressed as a flamboyantly gay unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that outfit leaves nothing to the imagination. Great Scott! He could point to the occluded front with his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and as you see, we'll have high winds in Jonesville <laughs> right over here. Oh, hello. <laughs> Uh, What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, the impeachment inquiry back and forth winds up with Nancy Pelosi on Stephen Colbert's couch. Good news on the jobs front and why the twice a year time changes days oh, might be numbered. God, I hope so. Coming up. I hope so. It's one of the dumbest things we do as a country. Um, well, it's because of uh, harvesting the crops or Kaiser Wilhelm or the Nazis or kids s- waiting for school buses or something. Right. The nobody. unions said that nobody even has any idea. We just do it. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We'll delve, I'm not going to win any awards, frankly. <laughs> we'll delve into the impeachment yeah. vote a little bit, but like, I was just listening to a couple of commentators, one a Republican and one a Democrat, and they had completely different views of what yesterday's vote meant. So, Oh, good. Yeah, as always. So they can't even agree on what they voted on? I don't know. It's very ah, frustrating. Uh, <laughs> we'll bring you up to speed on all this sort of stuff. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Elizabeth Warren has released her Medicare for All plan and how to pay for it with a price tag of $52 trillion. Well, Um, what? Nine trillion taxes on employers. Marshall's going to have some of the details in the news coming up. It just came out, so we'll start reading through a little bit of it. But. It's it's somewhere between insanity and fantasy. It's or just... it's somewhere between a gesture and... In fantasy? And fantasy. <laughs> somewhere between a gesture and virtual, virtual signaling. Also, maybe it's just, you know, it's just, this is how much I care about your health care. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mailbag. Oh! Oh. 
<laughs> right in the gut. <laughs> Oof. Childish. We have so many childish li- idiots. We have so many listeners. I know. <laughs> we have so many listeners that live for Joe forgetting it's Friday. And- <laughs> So glad to bring you pleasure. Hiya! <laughs> All right, then. Let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Last night, the United States brought the world's number one terrorist leader to justice. Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi is dead. The killing of al-Baghdadi, Baghdadi. I would give credit to he and those that were responsible for it. H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q Yes, I prefer executive branch investigations because they're fact-centric, because you wait until the end to draw conclusions, and because there are no leaks. I never claim to be perfect. Yeah, Trump only gave the kids candy if they promised to investigate Joe Biden. The word today is job. J-O-B. I personally am not afraid of other people's freedom of expression. I don't use it as a weapon. It just makes me feel better, and I'm sorry if I hurt anybody, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. Everything I'm supposed to say. Since there is a significant interest in military working dogs, I wanted to provide a little background information on this fine canine. A canine, as they call, I call it a dog. A beautiful dog. A talented dog. This dog is a four-year veteran of the SOCOM canine program and and has been a member of approximately 50 combat missions. The Washington Nationals are world champions! Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books. The Washington Nationals are the world champions. Is it time to retire the phrase world champions? Oh, God. It's just, I mean, in the global it's world we something. live, I mean, it's just silly. It, it is. It is. It's, it's Any just, other country, give yeah. us a team, Nationals will beat you. We'll still be world champions. That is true. Oh, yeah. That yeah, is true, but, but since, probably. But if you're not playing, what's the what's the point of it? I'd be a little concerned about the Cubans, the Dominicans. Good the, luck. Yeah, yeah. Mailbag. <laughs> Freedom loving quote of the day from Abraham Lincoln: America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Hmm. Well, we're working on it. Yep. Getting as fast as we can, Abe. So this may be a single email mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. From uh, Matthias. This is uh, related to our discussion yesterday about how the 2010s broke time. Uh, The rhythms of life have been altered so fundamentally by smartphones and, and being in constant contact with work and each other and... And every bit of entertainment being available all the time, anytime, on demand. The people in this country require more time for reflection, not less. I was driving in a friend's car a few weeks back, listening to a podcast. He likes it. Double speed. About drove me insane. 
When Joe said the other day, I feel bad for the misery a lot of people are feeling in the modern world in the context of social media and our gadgets and devices, what they're doing to us. I don't want to hear Joe's sentiment, well, both of our sentiments, expressed at light speed so I can callously move on to something more trivial. I actually stop the podcast and sit in quiet contemplation. Or sometimes I will listen to a piece of classical music and just think about the entirety of it all. Doesn't anyone take the time to do this anymore? That's, I think that's not a rhetorical question. It's a solid question. The answer is almost no one. Well, and to a certain extent, we've, we've rewired our brains to it's just, it's hard to do that. I need input. I need fast input. Yeah. And, and sometimes rewiring leads to a fire. Sitting quietly hurts my brain. Right. I mean this sincerely, Jack and Joe, and the wisdom and insight you bring us is like a fine wine meant to be savored and reflected this is, upon. This is a little too completely. much for me. It's, it is too much for me, too. <laughs> I, the I, whole listen to portions of the show, stop, then light some candles, sit there and contemplate what I we just said. I think that's a beautiful idea. Write a paragraph about what you just heard. Perhaps pass it out to people and have a study group. Why don't you just go OD on Oxycontin, Mr. Modern Man? <laughs> Matthias and I are going to sit in quiet contemplation with some of those Tibetan bowl things. <laughs> Whoa, I love that sound. It's very relaxing. Uh, let's see. Jack, how many bullets do you need? How many Guns does the government get to say I need? You'll get my sack of candy when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. Boy, this is the it's... best day to eat a Kit Kat at work that we've had in quite some time. As oh. I'm walking around, there are, there's candy everywhere out there. Please. This is a meme sent to us by Zach. It's actually from the Babylon Bee, which is sort of a conservative Christianish uh, uh onion, if you will. Uh, it's a picture of a bunch of leading Republicans, and the caption is, Conservatives successfully conserve massive deficits mm. under the heading Modern Conservatives. Um, Marshall's News next, and we'll get into a whole bunch of different stuff. the Washington Examiner and our old friend David Drucker, and I think yep. Trump was talking to Drucker himself, uh, Trump is considering a fireside chat-like yep. reading of the phone call to the nation. I hope he wears a smoking jacket. Trump's going to sit, and I don't, I don't know that he'll actually sit in front of a fireplace, oh. but he, he's had a fight. Trump himself said a fireside chat-like. Um, well, the but, uh, president of Ukraine's an actor. Why don't you just restage it? That'd be pretty You've good. You've both done lots of TV. Do a split screen thing yeah. like old sitcoms. Yes. And Trump's on the phone. The Ukraine guy's on the phone. They read the script. I love that. Reenact it. Trump hangs up. Click. That was a perfect phone call, he would say. <laughs> and the credits roll. Right, exactly. A Desi Lu production. Now let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Alice just coming in this morning. Elizabeth Warren promising to spend more than $20 trillion over the next decade to provide government-funded health care to every American without raising middle-class taxes. Why did I hear $52 trillion? Well, because there are different numbers people are throwing around yeah. depending on what they're trying to accomplish. Right? I see. Marshall's in the business of trying to get Elizabeth Warren elected, but the union... Clear liberal bias. <laughs> the Urban Institute, yes. which is a left-of-center group that Run looks about... Run by Keith Urban. <laughs> musician? Yes. The wife of the tall actress? I mean, the husband of the tall actress? <laughs> or maybe not. He runs the... <laughs> no, come on now. He's a fabulous musician and a fine human being. What? I don't, know. I don't, I don't know, know where your hate is coming from. <laughs> this turned that way. The Urban Institute which is a left-leaning organization that looks at health care costs, uh, concluded that the cost of providing more health care to more people is higher 
than the amount of savings from the system. And their analysis predicts Medicare for all would result in $59 trillion total national health care spending dollars over a decade. Great, Scott. Which is, Which is, so that would be double and then some of the total federal budget. Oh, yeah. A good idea. Yeah. And no. taxes won't go up. Well. <laughs> on the middle class, it won't go up. Right. It's okay. going to go up a lot on uh, high earners, corporations, and a whole bunch of other uh, Yeah, tax corporations, because that won't affect wages or prices at all. They'll just absorb it. The plan would raise $20 trillion on employers, financial firms, those evil financial firms, giant corporations in the top 1% of earners, including cracking down on tax evasion. We don't need to raise taxes on the middle class by one penny. Of course, Joe just made the point, if you raise taxes by gazillions of dollars on corporations, that gets passed along. But Absolutely. Every penny of it does. Anyway, more on that later. And yeah. then your economy withers and dies. Welcome to socialism. In other news, we've got high winds expected to ease up in Southern California today and around the state. That's going to give firefighters a break as they struggle to try and contain at least 10 wildfires burning around California. And just last night, there was a new blaze, the Maria Fire in Ventura County. That's burned more than 8,000 acres. But on the plus side, the Kincaid Fire in Northern California is now 65% contained. Yesterday, Democrats swept a rules package for their impeachment investigation of President Trump through a divided House by a 232 to 196 vote. Lawmakers approving the procedures they'll follow as weeks of closed-door interviews with witnesses evolve into public public committee hearings and almost certainly votes on whether or not the House should recommend Trump's removal. And, Sean, what did you say? Instead of five-minute increments, it's going to be how long, according to this thing? Because I haven't actually read this. I heard 45-minute. Segments, and, and it can either be the the congressperson or I heard that they can have staff lawyers. Well, the do Demo- the, sure. the right. Democrat mm-hmm. plan mm-hmm. is to uh, do similar to what the Republicans <laughs> did with de Blasio Ford. Instead of having each in- individual congressperson make a mess of the whole thing, they get some uh, some lawyers who are actually working together to do the questioning, right. which is not only smart, but I think it's good for these hearings and good for the American people. So you don't have the individual people, the elected officials, right. trying to make their make the evening news with their comments or their gyrations and expose their dumbness to america (laughs) Uh, but the dispatch is reporting today that a lot of the senators that are running for president are getting nervous that the whole impeachment thing will happen right when they need to be in iowa and south carolina and running around the country because you got elizabeth warren and bernie sanders and maybe kamala harris but a couple of senators that are don't forget cory booker hmm uh, they they can't not be there. I mean, you can't not be at the Trump impeachment, right? Sitting there as a senator, listening to all that stuff. Well, you plus, can't be yeah, out on the campaign trail. Well, you're the jury, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been on a jury. You can't tell the judge. Hey, I'm playing golf this afternoon. Let me know if anything interesting happens. But these people miss votes all the time. Sure, but oh, you yeah. can't miss right. this. almost all of them. Obviously, politically, you'd get killed. Right, so. right. Of course, well, that could be a problem though for running for president. You, how's Bernie going to run for president if he spends? I don't know how long it would take. Three weeks, every single day, all day long, sitting there in D.C. listening to this stuff? How are you going to run for president? Following uh, the vote, a number of the political leaders uh, spoke out. Republican Kevin McCarthy, backed by a large contingent of House Republicans, supplied an endorsement the president uh, has been asking for. The Republicans are definitely behind the president all the way. There's nothing the president did to be impeached. It's simply based upon election. That was in 2016 they would not accept. 
Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. Was that sentence fractured? Was was that sentence not extremely odd? He's got to have a speaker for the speaker. Well, he's not the speaker yet. Minority leader. Guy cannot string a thought together. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi wound up her day on uh, Stephen Colbert's show, telling him this is a sad time for the nation, and that impeachment wasn't her preference. She's just doing her duty. So if you want to go into the arena, you have to be prepared to take a punch. But you also have to be prepared to throw a punch for the children. <laughs> throw a punch for the children. That's one of my favorite lines ever. Because we're punching for the children. We're kicking for ourselves. Paya! Paya! Stabbing for the single moms. Um, nice. Paya! <laughs> that is hilarious. Got a funny thing we're going to have to play later. Tucker Carlson uh, mocking the fact that these people are sad that they have to do this. Particularly Adam Schiff. This is a sad day. Pretending that you're not behind closed doors. This is the happiest day of your life. Right, right. <laughs> now, back to Nancy Pelosi briefly. We will occasionally receive a text or an email referring to Ms. Pelosi with the B word. The biatch word. I don't appreciate it. Let's get ourselves out of the gutter. Calling someone a biatch in Massachusetts could lead to jail time under a new proposed bill. Lay a B-bomb on somebody, you go to jail. Hmm. Stay with us. All right, my friends. Sunday, daylight saving time ends for much of the nation. Remember to fall back at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning. We have a new poll out that finds most people across the country want to end the twice-a-year ritual of clock changes. The Associated Press Public Affairs Research Poll, coming at the time right before we have to do this jump around again, it found that 4 in 10 people would like to see the clock stay on standard time year-round, while 3 in 10 prefer to stay on daylight saving time. I guarantee. Wow. I guarantee. If you sat down and explained the uh, what the terms meant to the standard time people, they'd say, "Oh no, no, no! I meant the other one." Yeah, yeah. The important you thing want, is, uh, you want the sun to go down earlier. You want no. shorter afternoons and evenings. No, nobody wants that. No, you're right. I mean, so the important thing is, seventy percent of people just leave it the same year round. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. why can't we do that? What's stopping us? What What is stopping us? <laughs> So like, why, TK, well, the computer programs, the entire economy would break down. Everybody would think it was yesterday. Yeah, the inertia of bad ideas. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Another big night for the 49ers and quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, man, I'll tell you. He lobs one down the sideline of the end zone. It is caught for a touchdown by Dante Pettis. Touchdown, San Francisco. Contenders or pretenders will take your calls for an entire hour. <laughs> we won't be taking your calls. No, not for an entire minute. I'll no. tell you, I watched uh, the game, as yeah. I often do, as I am a, 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 a an addict, a junkie, a slut for the NFL. I tried to go away, and I can't. Um, my takeaway is that the Arizona Cardinals are an exciting young team with a great future, and the Niners barely got past them. Niners 8-0 so far this season. And that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Yeah, there's too much candy in this building this morning. Luckily, I have an iron will.
People brought it in this morning. It'll hang around how long? Until mid-afternoon? Then all the candy will have been eaten as you, people you think? sloth light walk around the building. And, <laughs> With the terrible insulin deficits going or, or skyrocketing sugar. or whatever it is. I had a couple of butterfingers last night after my kids went to bed and I pilfered from their bu- their baskets. A couple of bit butterfingers. <laughs> plain Hershey's. Oh, boy. These are the bite size. They're fun. They're fun size. This was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a Kit Kat. Is diabetes fun, Jack? Um, wow, so four uh, fun-sized bars, you think? My oh. one son got a bunch of um, uh, almond joys. I hate almond joys. Oh, not really? Should have brought them in for you, then. The coconut, the no, almond. Don't like together in sweet harmony. <laughs> yes. It's a lesson to all of us, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, if you drop a bee bomb on somebody in Massachusetts, you could uh, you could go to jail under a proposed bill put forward by State Representative Dan Hunt. The word should be considered a disorderly conduction violation when used in what the is temp- that phrase? Disorderly conduction violation. Huh. Okay. I don't think I've ever heard the word used in that context in my life, but if it is used in an attempt to annoy, degrade, or demean the other person. Now, I do that a lot. I attempt to annoy, demean, or degrade other people. Right. It's my hobby. All the time. I'm trying to take away my hobby? So just doing that is a crime. So it's punishable by a fine of up to $150. Repeat offenders can be punished with up to six months in prison and or a fine of $200. Any person or politicians or public figure? Just any person? What about my friend? Degrading and demeaning my friends is like 95% of our interactions. Yeah, so, well, if- you have broken the law, son. Well, is this one Put of your those, hands behind your back. Is this one of those in Kansas? It's against the law to have cherry pie on a Sunday afternoon. Is it one of those laws? <laughs> no, this is new. This, this is, is a, new, a law. new law. So if I oh, say it hasn't to, passed yet. So if I say to my buddy, "Oh, nice shoes," I've broken, <laughs> I've broken a law. Well, I think, uh, uh, no, it's just the B word. Yeah, if you mix in the B word. <laughs> nice shoes, B. <laughs> oh, so oh, it has to have the B word in it. Okay, yes, gotcha. which is a word we routinely use around, well, not routinely, occasionally around here, but now that we've said the B word so many times, I'm afraid to say it. That's the only reason I said B word is because you said B word. Yeah, I know yeah. it. It's B-word. caught on, yeah. isn't it? Um, I I begin most uh, rounds of golf. I, I, I realize this may be shocking to you, but there is wagering um, with the words, game on, bitches. <laughs> So I, I would just now I know not to do that in Massachusetts. Can you imagine? I'm trying to put the ball, the tee in the ground, and the cops tackle me. Big old canine dogs biting my arm. Ah! They drag me off to jail. Oh boy! Huh. Uh, as you might guess, Jack, the uh, proposed law is receiving some mockery. <laughs> I hate to see that. And uh, the counter to the mockery. Oh my gosh! Look at the time. Uh, Representative Dan Hunt uh, responds that uh, while this specific uh, word may amuse some and alarm others, it mm-hmm. remains an important process. Blah, blah, blah. All right, shut <laughs> I don't even have the patience to finish it. May amuse some and alarm others. Well, what are you going to do? But they found one woman who said, I hear the word used every day and I'm hurt by it. So the woman on the street is in favor of the law. Fantastic. Bitches. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty 
New poll out of Iowa, we probably ought to mention. Also, uh, later in the program, a little more on Elizabeth Warren's um, health care plan that she unleashed. Just and She's getting beat up by Democrats. Fellow Democrats are what drove her to this. Right. Uh, the other people uh, saying, how are you going to pay for this? How are you going to pay for this? How are you going to pay for this? If she were campaigning not to win the presidency, but to convince the Democratic establishment that she would lose every state in the union, she's doing brilliantly. This plan is head spinning. It's insane. So you got that, and we'll talk more about that later. But uh, the latest poll out of Iowa, and the headline in the New York Times is Warren leads, Biden fades. Warren at 22, Bernie at 19, Buttigieg at 18. Wait a minute. So you skipped Biden. It's really a... Th- no, I didn't. Really a three-way tie for first within the margin of error between Warren Sanders and Buttigieg. You're going to get a chain wrapped around your head. Well, i got to be fair. Biden's in fourth at 17, but that's within the margin of error of the second through fourth. So Yeah. They're, they're packed pretty tight. But he did have a double-digit lead not that long ago. Oh, yeah. Not a joke. <laughs> and and the word is he can't raise money now. There's no fundraising going on. I don't know. I'm not that into know, inside baseball politics. Klobuchar, Harris, and Yang all at uh, three to four percent. God, Harris the most surprising of all those. No, you know nobody expected those other two, Klobuchar and Yang, to necessarily. But people thought <laughs> Harris was a serious first tier candidate. And she is on not. paper. She was fine. She's the Democratic Scott Walker. Well, I threw my support behind. Then it turns out he wasn't nearly ready for prime time. Yeah. Anyway, Kamala had a great first uh, mass interview. Really impressed the folks there at the auditorium at the job fair. And she came in for the real interview and sucked. 94 days till the Iowa voting. So they guess still got three full months of uh, John over there in Iowa. So. Oh, hey, we were talking about the time change and, and one of our alert and beloved listeners. And how stupid it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's, unqu- it's, it's it's completely stupid. It's indefensible at this point. Uh, the state of Calunicornia, the assembly actually passed a bill ending that in Calunicornia, ending the time change. But it's been sitting in the state senate. Committee on Energy, Utilities, and Communications since May of this year. Yeah, I can see how, well, it'd be an opportunity for California to lead maybe, but I can see how the biggest state in the country being off an hour half the year would be could be a problem. I don't know. Well, Arizona, Hawaii already do it. Are there more? I don't know. But they, they're not doing near the business of California with uh, meetings and... You know, well, just doing business. There's sure. more going on. Yeah, I get But it. maybe that would lead the rest of the country to say, yeah, why don't we stop it, too? Right. So half the year we're not one hour off California. Pretty, pretty, phony, phony Gavin Newsom is always talking about leading the way. Lead, you dumb bunny. Speaking of leading, I hate to be led by what the TVs have on in front of me, but I just saw on uh, one of the TVs uh, 3D printing body parts. Is that becoming a thing? <sighs> Which ones? Showed some... <laughs> It looked to be innards. Because they already have some of them. You can buy them uh, even at Amazon. Well, it wasn't feet or boobs. Mm. It was. Uh, it looked to be innards, like uh, organs and stuff. Wow. Is that a thing? Well, I hope it is soon. kidneys and livers. And liver. Everybody wants, everybody wants a liver. Just snap one in, snap one out. Get a new liver and just punish that thing. Right. Then get another one. It's like, honey, I'm wear this liver out. Then get another one. Car's a little loud, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. $200 later, you got a new muffler, right? Be that way with livers. Rent a liver. Drink like you get get a new liver. Be <laughs> wow. a new motto. Synthetic liver. 
my new heavy metal band. Anyway, so yeah, I guess that that idea is uh, languishing. The time change thing. So this is not exactly timely, but we appreciate uh, Al Anonymous sending this along. It's from a uh, university. Halloween costume guide. Does your costume contribute to a welcoming and inclusive campus environment? Consider the following. Does it mock cultural or religious symbols? For example, dreadlocks, headdresses, afros, bindis, etc. What if I'm wearing dreadlocks, but I'm not trying to mock anybody? You're mocking. Do you think that's a possibility? Oh, my God. Oh, listen to the white person. I saw a guy oh, dressed boy. as uh, here in our building was dressed as Forrest Gump yesterday. He was dressed as Forrest Gump. He wasn't mocking Forrest Gump. He wasn't saying, "Hey, look at that stupid Forrest Gump." He was just dressed as Forrest Gump. Right. Well, you don't understand uh, intersectionality at all, Jack. You're not woke. You don't understand critical race theory. Intent has nothing to do with it. It's effect. If someone is offended, then you have been offensive, even if that person is borderline psychotic, has serious psychological problems. You having offended them proves you're in the wrong. How much time do I have, Michael? Oh, that's not enough. I got, I got a funny story with my son from Halloween. I hope you can all stay tuned. Uh, there's, more, there's more to this. Does it trivialize human suffering or oppression, portraying a homeless person or, a new phrase, folks, someone living in a prison or jail? Someone living in a prison. You are no longer an inmate or a convict. You are a a person living in a prison. (laughs) A person who finds themselves living in a prison. Well, I need to get home and tell you what. Your place nearby? Yeah, state penitentiary. Yeah, I'm I'm a person living in a prison. (laughs) Now that's a funny phrase. Does it lean into stereotypes or attempt to represent an entire culture or ethnicity? That's right. I'm trying to represent an entire culture. How about I just hand you some candy? 